Talk Ooh. louder. Oh, he's got he's got that <laughs> soft, just soft, like good old, silky voice. Just like the good old days. Talk slower. Ooh. Welcome down to G Cardboard Crackhouse, man. This is Earl Gray. This is Bevo. We got a special guest in the studio. Super special. Yep. You guys wanted Uncle Ted to come back. The Godfather. Back by popular demand. Thank you very much. <laughs> I am back. <laughs> he's back with gifts. How, how much is the EV on the <laughs> <laughs> Well, $200. Okay, so... so you, you want to? We'll get right to that. Yeah, we're just gonna. Uh, yeah, so just gonna punch you right it. in the fucking throat. So, so here, here's we're we're talking about proxies, magic fake cards. Yep. Uh, sold online as proxies from China. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was curious, having played magic this long, how good now fake cards could be because people used to try to make fake cards from the very beginning. You know, they well, printed on paper. What was it about six, seven months ago? We did the uh, I think the sixth gen. Fifth or sixth gen. Were those those uh, duels? Yeah. Oh, those are still even decent too. Yeah, they were. They're really, really rough. I mean, so like in the sleeve though. 
not even in the sleeve. No, I, I know. When I right handed there. it to Raj, and he looked at it, and he's all, "Yeah, this is a." Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh yeah, because you shuffle a f- you shuffle it a few hundred times, man. You're yes, you get that you know you get the cardboard wear mm-hmm. on the back and on the front. You get your oily on there. It starts feeling like a real card after yep. a while. Mm-hmm. Yep. But Ted, so you got uh, probably eighth, ninth generation. Yeah, Ted got plus second good, generation but foils. I, but I have a question. What you just said? You said that they've been doing this since the beginning. Like people, well, people tried to copy them on a on a copier and then just cut them out on paper and put them in front of dumb cards. Oh no, it was great. Play with them. We we used to do proxies like that. Well, my buddy worked at fine. my buddy worked at Kinkos. He would um, print them out on the um, sticky back sticker paper. Yeah, and we'd cut it out exact same square, the size of the just the inner border, mm-hmm. and put them on there. That worked pretty good. Yeah, well, you can feel that they're thicker. Yeah. Right? Okay. You, I mean, you can feel where the, the sticky part <laughs> is, is attached to the, you know, the cardboard. This is not that. This is they're using cardstock. Mm-hmm. You know, they're it's it's printed really well. So again, I wanted to I wanted to find out how good they looked. Um, I went ahead and spent two hundred dollars yep. on, on these buy two sets, get one free. Mm-hmm. You you asked about the E V. Yep. If I had no ethics <laughs> I certainly could easily turn four to ten of these cards into two hundred dollars that I paid, leaving me with probably still two hundred and fifty cards that I could continue to try to move. Mm-hmm. Now, it's gonna be hard to move some of these things because they're gonna be looked at very closely. We were talking before we started yeah. uh, about the Tabernacle of Pendrel Vale. Yeah, that one that one's pretty bad. You can actually see the, the print. You can the see the print, print lines. lines in it, but it's also at a thirty three thousand dollar card, you know, whoever you're trying to move that card to is gonna be much more aware of it. On the other hand, the the new current Snapcaster Mages as an example, or this uh, uh iconic masters wasteland. Yep, 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 yep. You're talking about a twenty twenty five dollar card. No one's even going to bother if, with if it. If I throw if I throw a bunch of real ones of these, fake ones of these, all in the same thing, and and hand you this small box of fifty cards and say I'd really like to get four hundred bucks for it. I broke my monitor on my computer. I'm trying to get some money. I'm not playing with these. Somebody's going to buy them. Yeah, oh, yeah. Somebody's going to say, yeah, I really would like those. The some of the others you you look at we've got that tundra right there on top. Yep. If I put that in my legacy deck, double sleeved, nobody is going to question that at nope. all. And and that's side by side with my other legacy cards. And and Bob and I talked about that yeah. uh, uh, Friday night that it's even worse if people know that you've played with those kind of cards and you've had those kind of cards for a long time yeah because now they're even less likely to think he could be fe- playing with fake cards because he's had real ones all along yeah. well now what's to stop me from selling my real snapcasters for 50 to 60 dollars a piece and playing with these proxies uh, nobody's going to question yeah, whether, no gonna right? take, yeah, and yeah, then nope. and then i'm not cheating you if you want to buy my snapcaster you got the real one but now you got the real ones but i'm playing with ones that cost me a dollar fifty yeah yep. yeah yeah well i don't know there's there's yeah you're right there's different ways of looking at it because you're not burning the dude, you know? Like, let's say you sold me the Snapcaster. Yeah, you didn't burn me, so I guess you're technically good there. But playing with it, like, 
I, I get it at like a F and M, but like, do do you guys know in the GPs? I mean, do people really like call you out? Like, hey, hey, shit, dude, that looks fake. Well, no, and who? That's what I'm saying. Who I would? have never heard of anybody sitting across from somebody else playing. Go, I, you know? Can I call a judge? That card looks mm-hmm. bogus to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you could. I mean, the judge could come, and you could go. The judge could go. No, I, I, I don't think that's a real card. We're gonna have to confiscate it. Well, they've done that before. They did it with mm-hmm. a Lotus. Okay. Uh, this was a Star City event. They were running one of their vintage, you know, one of the two vintage tournaments that year. Okay. Um, here was the kicker. Guy had a Lotus in play. Guy goes, that's a fake Lotus. Judge walks over, asks the guy, can he take it out of the sleeve? Takes it out of the sleeve, and he does a bin test. Ooh. Right off the bat, not even asking the guy if he can do it. Ooh. Okay. Everybody on Reddit flipped out and went on yeah. ape shit. He literally just grabs a card, corner to corner. <laughs> it's real. Throws it back on the table. But everyone's just stopped. And I was like, I was watching it. I was like, holy shit. He gives no fucks. He just, he just bit that card in half. Yeah, Ted, would you lose? I would lose my shit. And the bad thing about it, it was a beta lotus. Oh my god! It it doesn't matter. (laughs) That's, I mean, no. See, see, that guy's risking a lot by doing that. Yeah, his health. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, and we'll we'll tell we'll tell a story (laughs) of the gentleman you asked about earlier how he was doing. Um, Oh yeah, the but but so let's say they do, and let's say they say, sir, your your card, we believe that to be fake. Mm-hmm. If again, if I have no ethics, my answer is I just bought it yesterday from a dealer in town. True, you can play dumb, right? What, what are they? What are they going to do? They, they, and and they it's t- happened here. They take yeah. We the we, house that Scrub Scrubs built has sold a foil, that that Termagoyf multiple times. Did you look at that Termagoyf? I did. I have seen it. It's it's not as good as a couple of them that are in here. <laughs> yep. Um, but but so then then what? Right, I start getting upset because you're taking my card and and I just paid you know 180 dollars for my foil Liliana and you're telling me it's fake. Well, I, I want to take it back to the store that I got it from and get my money back. Well, no, we have to confiscate this because it's copyright infringement against mm-hmm. Wizards of the Coast. The same way a bank would confiscate your 20 dollars if it was counterfeit and you type. Mm-hmm. I mean, they yep. wouldn't give you another 20. They just take it and say no, it's counterfeit. We have to turn it into Secret Service to check Correct. it out. Correct. Um, so, so I think that's a problem. I think the other reason, and I mean, again, I'm hesitant because they are good enough to pass. Mm-hmm. Well, most some of them will pass the light test. They pass the droplet test. They pass the bin test. Well, I, I think I think if you're playing with them, well, that was that was that was also the thing back in the, with with that lotus that the the judge bent. Back then, there was not a lot. Not everyone carried a jeweler's loop. No, 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 no. No it one really. Uh, nobody really paid attention. This was seven years ago, eight years well, the ago. Cards weren't worth the same. Yeah. Well, right. yeah. Yeah, Ted's right. You can pick up, you know, a Lotus for a thousand bucks, twelve hundred bucks. Now that was unlimited. Now yeah, try I getting a Lotus for that much. cheaper back when I when I when I first started playing sure. with your tournaments. Sure. I remember your time, but that was still big money to a kid. You're like, what the fuck? Uh huh. Shit. Now, now everyone. Now it's kid. big money for. But if you notice. <laughs> Obviously, you've you've noticed a lot of the trade trade groups, right? I mean, 
your son's probably seen a bunch of stuff on the on the high end forums yeah. and everything sure. on Facebook. You notice there's an awful lot of dual lands coming out now. Lotuses. I've never seen this many fucking cards come out. There's a dude that posted up all of, almost 300 dual lands. Sean Martin. He's he's yeah. he, he's he's legit. Yeah. Okay. He is legit. But there's also some other guys that no one's ever dealt with. Well, oh, and, I'm going through this but, stuff. And but I found now remember, all these. now remember too, Bob. There's there's the other side of the coin, right? If when they were when they were ten dollars, yep, nobody cared. Seven bucks. When they were hundred, actually that one was like four fifty. I bought I bought Gilbert's last one for eight dollars. Eight bucks. Yep. Yep. Um, we're we're waving a tundra. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they got to be about a hundred dollars, and people started unloading them. Yep. Okay. Um, and which meant you could get fifty dollars, right? You could unload it for fifty because it was worth a hundred. Yep. Some people didn't unload them. Some people bought them at yeah. sixty, right? Um, and if you had enough money then, which I didn't because I had children. Mm-hmm. You could have gotten a whole lot of stuff, and now you're going to unload it when there's suddenly a big rush to buy them. Which People- is bad. I, I, about When Paladin 2 was still open, I brought out the last of my main collection, okay. right? And at the time, a lot of the guys thought that I was full of shit. Oh, you don't have that. He doesn't have that. Well, the only person that knew what I had at that time was Roger. And he's all, no, he has it. Then one day I brought a binder in, and they're just going through this, and Stephen's eyes are fucking, holy shit. He wasn't lying. I'm going, yeah, I've, I told you I had this stuff. When I handed him a stack of 36 Force of Wills, and their eyes are fucking going, holy, I've never seen this many Force of Wills unless it's at a fucking store. Well, that's what Ted's saying, though. Like, dudes like you just swooped them all up. I didn't right? swoop them. This was just my personal well, collection. Yeah, But you still bought them. That's what I'm saying. I trade well, for dual like, lands, man, for next him. to nothing. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, well, that's because that's that's everybody right. wanted Shivan Dragon and Force of but, uh, Nature and shit, like, shit cards like that. But the fact that the cards have become worth so much money is why there's these counterfeits now. Hell okay. yeah. But if you notice that they're... Remember, um, Geo sent us that uh, Shield Sphere. That one's fake. Yeah. It's a $5 it's, fucking card. Because you... Because... Counterfeiters don't counterfeit $100 bills. They counterfeit yeah. $20 bills. <laughs> yep. Because people look at a $100 bill when you hand it to them. They mm-hmm. don't look at 20s. You you go to a McDonald's and you give the guy a $100 yep. bill. He's they bucking, call out yeah. and they're waving it and they're brown penciling it. And the manager comes over to look at it. And he's got to go get extra change out of a different drawer. Mm-hmm. You hand him a 20, no big deal. And you can hand out five 20s yep. with no questions asked where every 100 you... It has multiple people looking mm-hmm. at it. It's weird. It's got, does it have the thread in it? People want to look at it because it's cool because they, yeah. they're new. Yep. You know, it's the same thing with this. I think you could move the Wastelands and the Snapcasters, Verdant Catacombs, Mutavaults way quicker than you could move. Well, it's that also like the jet. the one of yeah. the. If you go to Reddit, a lot of the cards they have a they have a grading scale. So Arid Mesa is at ninety eight percent of real. I mean, it's God. it's. Damn close. So it's 98% on the mark out of 100. Most people won't, won't yeah, bat like an eye. Yeah, like a guy like me. Like a guy like me. They'll be like, oh, yeah, cool. And, there's yeah, a, and yeah, the bad thing is a lot of people now are getting 
sold cards on TCG Player, high end cards. That's crazy too. That are what of these mm-hmm. fakes? Mm-hmm. Well, right. If you're a giant volume dealer, you're buying people's collections. I, I'm sending in, you know, six hundred cards, a thousand cards, and some of them are, some of them are real, some of them are fake, and you're just putting them right boom, back boom, out boom, for boom, sale, boom. Mm-hmm. right? You, you paid, you paid eighteen hundred dollars for my collection. You're trying to get three thousand for it mm-hmm. by selling them tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And yeah, some of them may come back as no, this looks fake to me, but a lot of them won't. So it'll go into a sleeve and it'll get played in the guys, and, we'll and nobody's know. nobody's mm-hmm. the wiser. The re, but the real problem behind having counterfeits is because the price of the cards have gotten so high, and 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 the availability of the cards too. Well, you start pricing people out of modern. Yeah, which modern, yeah. which, which right? is which yeah. is starting to happen. You remember, mm-hmm. legacy was there. Legacy was decent to get into. You could get into Legacy for eight hundred bucks, seven hundred dollars. Then all of a sudden, it's fifteen hundred dollars. Then if you if you play blue, well, it's not. You can't. You, mean, you can't. You unless you, can't you break twenty five hundred. You can't bucks. get four lands for fifteen hundred dollars. That's crazy. Yeah, so I know. Crazy dude. So if you play blue, you're screwed. So that's the reason why a lot of people played Legacy decks in red or oh, black. <laughs> yeah. Him to Turoks are still cheap. Yeah. They printed a whole ass load of them in, in uh, Fallen Empires, which, yeah. by the way, Fallen Empire boxes now are $235. Yeah, it's Fallen Empire's one? Okay. Well, and it gets better. Homeland's boxes now are almost three bills. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're right, Ted. Like I said, you're going you're gonna to go for the $20 ones. I mean, are anything in here would be going for like less than that, like 10 bucks. Probably not. Yeah, right. So that, that, there is a there is a part where it's like, okay, that's not well, even uh-huh. worth doing I was, there, right? I was looking at it. I was talking to a couple of guys that I know. I'm like, if these guys were smart, the big rise right now is unlimited lands, basic mana, and beta lands. Everybody wants those. The beta lands, for sure. I was even looking. I was like, man, those look cool. Because if you look at now, beta lands were five bucks, six bucks. Islands, base islands, 50 bucks. The problem with beta, and you can see it here, it looks too good. Yeah, yes. the, the black borders chipped. They got beat up. The even, I mean, it didn't matter how good you handled them because they didn't make sleeves. They didn't make any protection for these cards. They got beat up. You rubber yep. banded mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. They're like old baseball cards were. They don't look. They don't. Look, well, that's not that, even. That's <laughs> way later than that's. In, that's this is like ninety five. I know. No, that's. I'll bet that's closer to two thousand. No, yeah. no. This is this is the first ones that they had in ninety five, ninety six because they came out with the clears, which were short. Then they came the out box. with the reds. Let's look at the late the date because it came out around the same time. Let's say nineteen ninety five on it. Yeah. All right. So this came out around the same time as um, Ice Age. But I remember trying to use those. And my beta card, the backs of them were beat up enough. Yeah, you can tell exactly what, what it is. I, yeah, you got you got two him to Turok's in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take those. I'm going to make you discard with my him to Turok. I'll take those two. Yeah, yeah, because that's the reason the why they ones. they got rid of they got rid of the clears and they came out with the reds and the black ones. Uh-huh. Yeah, by the time I and those were shit. But I remember. Uh, um, but you're right, Ted. So like these things are pretty good, right? So if you were to beat these up, you might get by. You could. What what I think the best use even a damaged ruby is still Oh, it's stupid. they're stupid. Fifteen to two grand. The uh, for a beta. The the best thing for me, if I were gonna use these, is build a commander deck 
or build a fully powered cube. Yep. And then you carry it around. You don't care if it gets lost. It's $200 worth of cards and no big deal. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. Or, or, and, and I don't, I don't know what a judge would say about this, but I put that in my, the deck I'm playing and I keep my real one in my little bag here. They say something that's not a problem. I know it's a proxy. I have the real one. It, I just didn't want to shuffle it. Yeah. I, I think you're right. And then even how you said that, like, what's like, you've never ran into it. Bob says it happened once on TV or on stream. Like, does it really matter? I think everyone's so into the game. Like, I'm pretty sure he's worried about how to kill you instead of trying to look at your fucking cards the, to see, like, what's the, up. The, prob- the, the legality problem is just that Wizards has paid an artist for his work and that work is copyrighted. Mm-hmm. And if the Chinese printer doesn't pay that artist for the reproduction of the work or pay Wizards mm-hmm. who owns the copyright for that work, mm-hmm. then they're in violation of copyright law. But they're in violation of U.S. copyright law. Not yeah, overseas. The Chinese, yeah, the Chinese don't care. Yeah. I mean, Goddamn red Chinese. Well, and, no. <laughs> is, is Hasbro, Hasbro going to chase Fuck. an international printer? Nope. Not until it starts truly, absolutely affecting their sales. Mm-hmm. And the real problem is that card, this card, well, this card. Use that. Mox Ruby right there. It sells it all. Wizards nope. is not selling any of these Correct. anymore. Correct. And so what's, you know, what is Wizards going to do? Go, well, you, you can't do that. That's copyright law. Now, okay. I got I, I got a thing. I'm going to bring because I've talked to these guys about it. Now, you know, you, you went to GP Vegas. Mm-hmm. You know, they had the beta, the beta, um, yes. you know, Rochester, Rochester draft. How much product do you seriously think Wizards has? In their vaults. Oh yeah, that's a good question. I, I don't know. You the reason why is because I notice a lot. Don't get me wrong. Open boosters, vintage magic. You know, Rudy from Alpha Investments, um, Edward the Great. Those guys open up a lot of beta stuff, huh? and I mean they open a lot of beta shit. Yeah, like uh, they have to have a pretty decent amount, Ted, because like all of a sudden, hey, because let's just, pop just like off I these said, fucking beta. Everywhere I look now, there's more stuff right. that's being opened. I know for a fact the print runs weren't that high for beta. No, they weren't. We also know that it got sold, but we don't know. We we know what Wizards has said the print run was released. Yeah. They didn't say how much was really printed. They said how much was printed and released. Yeah, that's true because you gotta remember, like vintage, or for uh, um, Summer Magic, they had a full print run on it, and they just burned everything mm-hmm. and only had a well, couple. Did of they burn it, <laughs> or did they just not release the rest? See, that's that's the thing. It's an inside job. <laughs> well, they've had enough of those too yeah. with leaking the full leaking sheets the li- a list. year beforehand. Yeah. yeah. The, the, all right, so one more question on this yeah. part, Ted. So what I want you to, what I wanted to ask you is, okay, we know you, if you're some scumbag, you, mm-hmm. of course you can burn people, you can make money, you can hustle. We, okay, we got that. What do you? I mean, obviously these in sleeves are not going to affect the game. What is your what, how, what is your stance on? Let's say a dude ran a whole modern deck full of proxies. Do you care? Like as long as the like on the game, it's represented as the card. You know. I really don't care. I don't think, and and I think I think 
I don't care because I realize that, you know, you, you and I talked about you getting into modern and mm-hmm. you started saying, well, it, the cards just cost so much. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. What? Right? Uh, and Tavern you, of Souls are freaking. 65 bucks, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I was like. Yeah, and, and so it's now. They used to talk about you, only the, the only people who played vintage were the people who had money. Mm-hmm. Well, now it's gotten to the point where modern is getting that way, mm-hmm. right? You want, yeah, Mace, all right, my, my youngest son plays yeah. Eldrazi Tron. Yeah, he sure does. I get to talk to him a lot about and, it. And he's trying to save up money to get two more of these mm-hmm. and some of these. Mm-hmm. And he's 14. He's 14 years old. And you're yeah, like, man. you know, what? how many birthdays does he have to get <laughs> to save up money to get $50 Chalices of the Voids and $70 Cavernous Souls? Dude, you know? I remember when Chalice... Okay, when Modern Masters 1 came out, Chalices weren't shit. Well, that's not the story now. But How many, how many yards okay, did he have to mow? But, you know right, what I mean? But, but when this came out, Damn, it was $1.95. Yeah, yeah or, for I food mean, chain? Yeah. yeah. Yep. That's. I mean, pick any of these. Pick any of them. I told you. I got Gilbert's last one for eight. Eight dollars. It's. What are they now? Two fifty. Three hundred. Uh, yeah, around there. For the tundras, yeah. So does uh, yeah. As far as playing, what I would I would rather see ten people play with full decks of proxies than have nobody playing modern on Friday night. That's true. I mean, it doesn't do me any good to have the real cards if it starts pricing people out so that they can't get enough people to play in the tournament. Mm -hmm. Because now I'm just going to sell my cards because I'm not playing anywhere. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. I would would so rather have everybody, I mean, you know, make a house rule. You can't play with more than two of any card. Make a house rule that you you can't have more than $500 in your deck. And you have to write it out and they yeah. can check it. Or, I mean, because eventually it's going to go the way of legacy and then vintage, where only the people who've had these cards for a long, long time okay. or who have said, I'm going to spend all my working money on building these decks. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to do that to play chess. <laughs> no. No, usually you just got to yeah. show up and they're already right there on the freaking uh, well, and, on the table. And if you want to pay $2,000 yeah. for, you know, a marble onyx chess set yep. that's, you know, that's fully carved, that's on you. But it doesn't play any better mm-hmm. than, the, than the little wood one or the magnet one that the kids have, yep. right? These, this Tundra does not do anything different than the $400 oh, one. Correct. So yeah. cars playing against you're, it's you're just pennies on the dollar compared to what uh, you can get it for. Oh, so you buy it for eight bucks through a guy, or you can spend four hundred dollars and only have one card for your day. Yeah, you know, as far as me getting into modern, it feels like look, I can blow two hundred bucks, <laughs> or I can <laughs> and not like it and try to get rid of it, or I could be like, yeah, I finally like this deck. I'll buy some real ones. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna. Well, that's the thing. Um, uh huh. We have we have commander players. You got to remember, a lot of the cards now are jumping because of commander. Commander some cards. Well, a lot of the a lot of the reserve list everybody wants now. I mean, come on. Four years ago, Wheel of Fortune was nothing. Yeah, but you know, I, I hate to say it, but I I don't think a lot of commander guys are playing Time Twister. <laughs> Actually, I know a few. I okay, don't. you know. 
Well, locally, no. <laughs> locally, no. And if they do, they usually have the uh, collector's edition. Yeah, not a beta one. Yeah, commander. <laughs> yeah, commander is a little bit different, though. But commander people are cool with proxies. Hey, like, I don't care. I gave a beta time twister to a buddy of mine. It's only because it's not sanctioned that that's why they don't really give a shit. It is not a Watsy approved format. Okay. Except that they do have sanctioned commander tournaments. Yeah. And and here's, you know, we we I talked, you know, my my son's pretty good, mm-hmm. and we talked about this, and and. You know, my ethical situation is perhaps different from his, right? <laughs> really? And so we talked about it. And he said he would not play them in a sanctioned tournament. He would not sleeve them up. He would not play them at our local game store. Mm-hmm. But he would play it at the other game store. <laughs> he said because other people already have used proxies to play in those tournaments. They're sanctioned. But yeah. he said the owners there don't care. Other people don't care. Well, obviously, they're it, selling them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's... But, yeah, I mean, especially if it's been, like, uh, an issue before and then nothing was done, well, then fuck it. It's it's on. You know what I mean? What are you going to do? Right? It. But, you, you know, know, Friday night, I had these with me. Uh-huh. So I was showing Bob. Yep. And I was getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. And there was a young man who came up. He was trying to trade away some cards. Yep, some, I remember. He was trying to trade away some cards to get some store credit so he could get some other cards that they had that he wanted. Okay. And so he brought his cards up and said, you know, would you be interested in any of these? I want some store credit. And I said, yeah, I could do that and that. And then he said, and I had these in my hand, mm-hmm. the, the proxies, the box with the proxies. He's like, what are those? Do you, do you have anything good in there? <laughs> And, you know, the devil on my shoulder went, oh, hey, sucker. Yeah. Sucker who doesn't know anything about these cards. Mm -hmm. And the angel said louder than the devil in my ear. No, you can't even look at them. They're fake magic cards. You don't I don't even want you to look at them. Uh They're not real. And, And he looked at me like, like they're they're not real. Yeah. Yep. Because he could see. That uh, the force of will that the judge promo on top. Yep. Now we talked about my son again playing it. So I have three regular force of wills. Mm-hmm. I only own three. Yep. My son asked me if he could play at that other store if he could use this for the fourth one. Mm-hmm. I said sure. If that's what you want to do, that's that's fine with me. One of his opponents, who knows that we have a lot of the cards, actually asked my son, oh, your dad got one of those? That's cool. Meaning? A Judge uh, Foil a promo. New, uh, a Judge before. Foil promo. Uh-huh. Not a, not a fake one. Not a, you know, he knows that we get those kind of cards. And he was, he was excited because his, you know, his friend's dad finally, finally got, got one. Finally got one, yep. Well, like I said, when you have a reputation like you do, I mean, it's a lot. It would be a lot easier for you to be like oh yeah well fucking ted's got it and of course he's got it it would also be a lot easier for me to move it yeah that's true too (laughs) yeah ted's got it ted's got it yeah that's true well i'm just waiting just another ted sensei's divining top right how many of of those did he have ted got everything man hit up ted (laughs) but yeah you're right but then like i said that's where it's scumbaggy and Uh it's not you know Uh uh-huh yeah i don't really remember okay so you i mean I, i talk to bob about this crap all the time but 
you know, we hardly get you on. So I wanted to ask you, you've been in since the beginning. Magic, the community does not seem like it was when I was playing. It feels like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to go there, man. We're just going to throw oh, them no, on the fucking just, bus. No, 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 no. Just be like, you know, has it changed? Because like when I went to the Warhammer. The is the same. You and I and Bob are still in it. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> How's that? No. Um, no, it's not. Maybe because I'm older. I don't it's, know. It's, it's not. It, it's, it's not about a game anymore. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, I, I want to I win, win prizes. Yeah. It's, you don't know what you're doing. I do. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that finger pointing, not being, not being, you know, welcoming to new players. I mean, you know what it was like on Saturdays. The dream, dude. We were excited when somebody we didn't know came in to try and play. And you'd be like, oh, that's a cool deck. Yeah, no, no. If you do this, you can do that better. How welcoming were you guys to us? We were from a small town that played a kitchen tabletop all the time. And Ted's like, come on in, dude. And it just hooked us. It was like know? it was like that with everywhere. There was, come on, dude. Double G was not like that. Look, you gotta just <laughs> look before <laughs> before fucking the four horsemen when all the stores uh-huh. when when they were all around, you know, Inner Sanctum and all them. Everybody played. Yeah, go to different stores. Yes, nobody yeah. had a monopoly on it. We would play, go over to Golden Glove. Hate to say it, yeah, we'd go see Hector. Okay. He uh, okay, but but Hector as a person was is not it, as welcoming. Yeah, he was not. So so it wasn't the community. The other people who played there were were excited to have new players. And oh, where do you usually play? What are you playing? Do you have anything to trade? I mean, a lot of that is just gone by the wayside. the The other thing is now you get new people come in, nobody says anything to them. No. He says, hi, there how are you doing? Th- where we, are you from? What, what do you, you know, how did you find out about coming here? You know, we usually play this other stuff or we do this. You know, no. It's like, it's like, oh, I don't know you. Yeah. yeah. Every, everybody, everybody has their own groups now. Mm-hmm. It is split. Okay, magic it's is split. Click. The, yeah. Everything's a click. Um, Paladin 2. Absolutely. It was fun. Anybody that came in. That's how I met Brad. I met, how, I met a lot of guys that are now playing magic. They're getting back into it. He came in, he was buying cards and all, so you're playing Magic. What deck are you pulling? Come in the back. Well, I gave him a bunch of uh, junk rares or whatnot for his deck because he wants some stuff. And he came back the next following week. Yep. It's the same thing with, uh, you know, Troll Dog. You know, he goes in there, he buys a lot of shit. He has a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. He'll give you cards for free. No one talks to him. At all. We're the only ones that do. Yeah. So... Yeah, well, the same thing was when I came back. You got to remember, I was gone for like uh-huh. fucking a bunch of years. And guess who it was? I saw you right away. And then uh, Mario and Sal. And fucking puto. Yep. But <laughs> it, but it, it, I, I, after like the first couple of weeks, I go, whoa, this is different. Uh, no, it's not fun. Magic is not fun but anymore. But it was like Ted Wright. Like everybody was like, cool. Like you knew everybody. Like all those kids. We all knew each other. And we'd see it and we like, oh, yeah. That's why up, I like Star City Opens. When we used to have the Star City on the West the West Coast uh-huh. swings, it was fun. You saw the same grinders at every fucking event. Every event. That's how I know um, um, Cliff. Mm-hmm. Right? Because I was playing Legacy. He's playing Legacy. He's playing Standard. And then when he moved to Bakersfield, I was like, oh, hell yeah, man. What are you doing up here? Oh, well, I moved up here. I'm going, oh, well, hey, yeah, we got a decent group. These are the guys that you're going to talk to. These are the guys you're going to play with. And uh, Jake and I went over one time to play at whatever the place is over off of Rosedale Highway. 
Silver Wolf? No. Oh, the Rosedale Highway. Oh. It's off by Fruitvale. Oh, uh, uh, Seven Seas. Oh, yeah. That's um, um, GameSpot. Yeah, Game yeah, the yeah. G spot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we came in, and, you know, they, they were having a modern tournament on a Wednesday or something, and we came in, and no lie, no one said a word to us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, yep. I'm coming in, and... You know, I'm looking at the case to see if they have anything that I'm interested in buying because it's a different place. They yep. might have stuff I'm interested in. Not a word. Finally, I had to say, do you guys you guys have a modern tournament this evening? Oh, yeah, you're interested in playing modern? Yeah, yeah, we are. Um, we don't have standard. And he points at Jake. And I said, well, no, he, he was going to play modern as well. <laughs> and the guy gets the look on his face like, well, he's not old enough to play modern. And, I, and I'm thinking, this guy's, this kid's been playing longer than you yeah. knew what, how to spell magic. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right? And uh, so we played, and Cliff was there. Yep. So that was cool. He, fu- he showed up, you know, yep. just in time. But he was the only other person we knew. And I still don't know any other. I have never seen any of them anywhere else. They haven't come in to play anywhere else. No, that shop's closed. That's the reason why. This might be a newer generation. That's what I mean. They haven't come to play anywhere else. you got to remember, Paladin Paladin is the pinnacle of gaming hell. I hate Gaming hell. In, I think in, gaming in, hell. In, you, you in, said it right. In SoCal, in SoCal, it's one of the premier shops. Yeah, but see, but, but Jesse's talking about a shop that was a bookstore that was closed on the weekends and was only open on Saturdays because the owners gave me the key so we could play Magic all day. Then that place was packed. Every Saturday. Every, um, this might, I don't even want to sound old. Is this, this might be a newer generation thing, right? These guys, these kids don't know how to talk it's to people. I don't think it's newer generation. I don't think my kids are that way. Well, maybe they had like a dad to do instill that with them. I don't I, think it's uh, the newer generation. I think it's just... People in general have closed themselves off to just just close people. Well, people themselves like off. I said, uh, we didn't. You had to talk to people back then. There was no texting. There was no. That's like, true. You know what I'm saying? That's true. It, there it is was, no interaction anymore. Correct. So that's what I'm saying. When maybe you know most of our kids here are maybe way some of that. Us, yeah, yeah, maybe some of that is all the Facebook uh, texting my electronics instead of having to say, "What's your name? Where are you from? What store do you guys play at?" Yep. I always ask that too. That's how we were in forty. But like I said, that in my generation, that's how it was. I didn't text. Well, Tan it's kind of fun. It's kind of funny, you know, that you're already thinking of it as you're a generation <laughs> removed, right? I mean, I was a kid, dude. Yeah. Like now, yep. like so, all right. So, we, we've hit the proxies. You wanted to talk to me. I about wanted to ask you about the last pro tour. Okay. <laughs> what you thought about this? Because it was uh, oh, the Jesus. the one thing I, was, I wanted to ask you about was for team one trios. it was team trios and it had legacy yes. in there so apparently legacy was this big old hit on Twitch people loved well, legacy and all it, that stuff legacy was huge five well, years ago we played we played a team trios but not a pro tour is what I'm saying no it was not a pro tour but it was in it was a team trios open uh, there uh, was also GP not too long yeah, ago it was, it was the team GP. trio it was yeah. the GP I'm talking about on the pro tour, you know, and I got these dudes in it. But so it was a big hit, but no one, no one, could, like we just were talking about, can afford legacy. So the, to make a, you know, to make it really, to make it really big into, uh, into like where it's like every, every like GP, like we'll have a, you know, a legacy event wouldn't be that popular. Well, Star right? City does. Right? Yeah, so that's the, the best Star, thing about City, Star City. The Star City opens yeah, typically have a modern and a standard 
or a legacy. They have one. One is the main event, and then they have two like oh, side, events side events that okay. are the others. So if it's a legacy main event, then they have a standard and modern side event, right? Um, yeah, because back in the day it was uh, standard um, Saturday. Mm-hmm. Day two is also standard on uh-huh. Sunday. Then Saturday or uh, Sunday was the Super Series, which was the legacy. Yeah, event. They've even changed it a little now, but yeah, but. There's a real reason why Legacy is not supported at the Pro Tour level or really at the Grand Prix level much. It doesn't sell cards for Wizards <laughs> because they, don't, they yeah. aren't making new Legacy cards except the occasional ones that slip in from Commander sets or from Master sets. The, it, all of their stuff is geared for Modern and Standard, and that's where their money is coming in from, even more so in Standard than in Modern, although they're releasing... You know, they release more cards now in the standard sets that are that are good enough for modern, mm-hmm. or they put out modern master sets that are specifically for modern and sets. And reprints even in the standard yeah. sets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like, it was this huge hit, right? Everyone's like, "We love it. We love it." But I think a lot of it got. Bl- <laughs> I think a lot of it was also that they didn't have limited. Because p- fucking, I wanted to ask you about that too. Watching limited on stream to me is a fucking <laughs> dude. I c- I'd rather do a. Li- you I know what? Odd- you know what I like. I, I like when they did the Silver Showcase. I liked Rochester Draft. I loved it back in the day. Because you know why? You knew what the guys were going to pick. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not going to bust open a beta every fucking Twitch stream. But th- I, well, that's how it was for us back in the day. Well, that's I, how we drafted. When I wake up on Saturday and Sunday morning I put that Twitch stream on, if it's on the fucking first few rounds of draft, I go, I'll just fucking come back later when it, they're playing standard or modern or whatever like that. What? Somebody, I was reading an article... I can't think of who was by, but they made a very great point. Is, you know, Hearthstone, the most successful Hearthstone streamers, stream basically limited. They pick their cards, and then they build their deck, and then they play. And they are the most successful ones. What they've done is they've figured out how to make that interesting. Now I don't know. I don't watch Hearthstone. Yeah. I don't. I don't know enough about the game to know why it's interesting. But, but that's that was admitted by some Magic pros that we just need. If we're going to show limited, and nobody cares about watching limited right now, if we're going to show limited, we have to learn how to make it so that people are excited about it. And I'll be honest with you, I don't think Magic is a very great spectator sport to begin with. Correct. Okay. Especially, say, hey, you know what? They want to push to be an esport. At least when I watch Hearthstone, there's a little, little, little bit more interaction. I mean, I've done the, I've, I, I did, the, I was doing the beta for uh, Arena. For Arena, okay. Did you do it, Ted? No, I have not tried it. I've got some codes. I've never even bothered. Uh, I know Jake has played a lot of it. Um, what he, what does he say about it? He likes it. He says it works fine. He says, you know, it's obviously it's only standard. You know, so if he wants to play Modern and Legacy, he has to fire up Magic Online, the regular one. Um, yep. You know, I play that a lot online. I have lots of uh, lots of stuff on Magic Online. I play it all the time. I can play it serious and I can play it fun. It doesn't matter. Switch decks, play one deck at a time. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm going to bring the same, same thing that I brought up to these guys last week. How is it that Moto's been around for 18 years? Yeah. And it's still not available for Mac. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> my, my my guess would be that there's not enough Mac requirements 
there's not enough people really using Mac to play that kind of stuff to make yeah. it worthwhile for them to do. But the shit, man, I can go bring my old 96 computer out and still play that damn thing. I think it's still on my old 96 computer. Yeah. Well, it, it probably won't run now because they did an update a couple of years ago that required a lot more RAM. Oh, so it's a not. Lot more, okay. Yeah, it's, it's DirectX 15. <laughs> it took away. It took away. I had a couple of laptops that won't run it now. You're right, though, as far as the the spectator part of it. You know, I know they're trying to get as much viewers as they can. That's the goal. But when I really thought about that the other day, because I like watching it, but I'm a Magic player, so I was thinking, I was like, well, who would like like my wife will be laying in bed with me next, and she's just like on her phone. She don't give a shit about that because all you can't even see the cards up yep. unless you know. I mean, they got to do something. Well, you know. All right, so chess, right? They used to have chess tournaments on television, and you would think chess would be the most boring thing that you could possibly watch because you don't even have interaction sometimes. You have a guy sitting there thinking for 25 minutes about what his move is going to be, right? <laughs> or sitting and watching the other guy think for 25 minutes while his move is waiting to go. Fuck. Oh, on TV? The thing is, yeah. dude, I love watching chess. But they got commentators, and they got a separate board, and they got, well, this is the position now, and if he moves that, then he could do this, and he could do that, and he could do that. They could do that with Magic. They, we know what the guy's hands are. Well, they do do it, right? Sort of. And they don't. They just don't go into it super in-depth, and you can't, you can't kind of... Or they haven't figured out how to fake it, right? If you play your your scarab god now, and I Vraska's contempt it, do you sacrifice it so that it goes to the graveyard and it'll come back at the end of the turn, uh -huh. or do you let it be, uh, you know, you let it be exiled and let him gain two life because you have something that if he gains life, he loses double that amount. Mm -hmm. You know, I, they don't have a way to to pretend like that to follow those lines. They also have terrible, in my opinion, commentators. And I'm not, <laughs> and I'm not saying I could do better. I, I'm not. Actually, you probably could. But the Star City commentators and I the Star Seti. City Twitches, their streams got more viewers than the Team Trio Pro Tour for just a Star City Open. And they get them that many all the time. And this yep. was the highest viewed pro tour ever on on Twitch. Correct. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that's stupid they get, ass freaking. But they get numbers that showcase. way every Star City because their commentators are intelligent. They know the game. They play it currently. They aren't making snide, silly jokes. Yeah. They don't have Australian accents and <laughs> chattering on the whole time. They don't have a British guy who doesn't play, play. <laughs> who jumps in with things. And, and while I've known Brian David Marshall personally for a long time, uh -huh. he, they, they call him the historian. But, you know, you don't always ask for a history professor to talk about current events. Okay. So you're saying uh, maybe once in a while, maybe relate to things that used to go, maybe have a section with him that talks about past stuff, but get guys who are now and up to date. And I think they've done it a little better recently with the guy Simon Gertson. Okay, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, that, yeah. But, but his accent is a little tough to follow sometimes. I mean, a German, a, a, a German accent speaking English and a strong German accent is not that clear for English people. Much well, less, much less if you're from, you know, how South America. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Well, I love, I love watching the European um, GPs. 
Friday nights when we usually do the recordings over here for uh, yeah, they're the podcast. Days. We're we're watching Twitch. Okay, and we're watching the GPS over in France. Uh huh. And I mean, they got their commentators are lively. They talk. You know, it's great. It's like man. But then you well, then you watch the U.S. commentators. It's like, oh man, yeah, you I, know I can what? pull my yeah, fucking teeth yeah, out. Yeah, I think you're right, Ted, because you're that Simon guy. I mean, you're right. It's kind of hard, but I do notice that I'm like listening to him more talk about the plays. Like the the whoever they're, you know how they have the color guy. Yeah. And just like every other place, every sport does the color guy, and then the technical dude, he kicks ass. And uh, you're right, Star City has. Way more, they're more polished as far as that side. Well, and, and well, they have pro, they have, you know, Cedric Phillips is one of the main um, mm-hmm. guys that does the Star Star City Opens. Okay, I love Seti. Great individual, decent to hang out with, talk to the whole nine yards, man. I love watching his commentary. He's uh, he's lively when he talks. He's passionate about the game when he actually speaks about it. Yeah. So, and then and they get then they have Patrick Sullivan. Yep. Who who is he Patrick Sullivan is the equivalent of what Don Meredith, Cedric and Patrick are the equivalent of Don Meredith and Howard Cosell when Monday Night Football first started. Is that the dude that wears the hat? No, oh, no, okay. no, no. That's Matthias Hunt. That's Patrick right. Sullivan has almost no hair. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Real, real, real like square face. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. He he knows his stuff, and he's very clear cut. Yep. And no, I don't think they should have played that. Here's what I think they should have done. Or and and Cedric kind of he tries to lead Patrick into this discussion, right? Because Patrick's not he's not as he's not open and chatty like Cedric is. Um, at the same time, they both are high level players. Have been for a long, long time. Yeah, because I remember when Cedric was trying to get back on the pro tour, well, he was and, doing and the grind, man. He was. And Patrick's been on the pro tour in the past. So legit pros. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and they've been around as long as longer than Simon Gertz and, and some of these other people that, that Star City, ha- I mean, that, that Wizards has yeah. doing it. I mean, you know, I understand the, the desire for diversity. So you get Maria Bartholdi and you get Gabby Sparts. And, and I understand LSV is a, you know, is a name product that... People who play magic have heard of him. I understand all that. But, you know, they didn't have Mickey Mantle do the Yankee broadcasts nope. after he stopped playing. True. I mean, Vin Scully didn't play baseball. Mm-hmm. But Vin Scully is a Hall of Fame announcer. Yep. Okay? So sometimes it takes the ability to understand the game and be able to relay it to the audience in a way that they can get excited about what they're watching, whether you've played it or not. And just because you've played it doesn't mean that you can convey a good a good product. And if you haven't played, that doesn't mean you're a good announcer. No, they're it, definitely. It, it, you have to find a mix of both. Yeah, same thing like it is in the, in the NFL podcast, too. It was uh, the last time you played that game. <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That is Chandelar. Magic's first attempt of uh, magic. Of a real game. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. You're a planeswalker. You're but walking around and you fight shit. Yeah. No, but uh, but you're 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 right, Ted. Not every ex-pro comes up to be a broadcaster and no. kick ass. No, you're right. Coaches don't just like not all coaches played and all that. So you're right. If if you if that's what you do, that's what you do. Star City. It's just their their production value just needs to go up, and they could 
Well, there are. You said they're already getting more views. They're, they're great. Yes, they they're great. But the problem, and see, the, now now the problem is that they are a small business, and so they stopped coming to the West Coast. They, it, it costs too much for them to travel from where where my son's going to school to California to bring all this production uh-huh. equipment, all these rent halls, and do all that. When Channel Fireball was already on the West Coast. So they've stuck pretty much to the east, east Coast, and yeah. Channel Fireball stuck to the west, and then Channel. Then Wizards said they wanted one person, one company to do all the Grand Prix, and and Pete Heffling at, at Star City, the owner, who again I've known since early nineties, um, yeah. said I don't want that. Isn't where my core desire to, is to be. I want to have the best online retail store that exists more magic cards than you could possibly ever want mm-hmm. we, we are the largest online retailer that's what i want to do i don't want to separate myself into a grand prix company into a retail store company an online retailer uh a, you yeah, know i get him and and john sasso who again i've also known for since john was younger than you are mm. um he was young when he first started with, with Channel Fireball, um, when he started the company. Uh, he said, no, we're, we're going to take that risk. We'll take that opportunity. We'll, we'll say we're going to do this. And I think he's done a good job with the Grand Prix. I think, I think he really has. But it's a different, right? There are different directions than what you want to do. And, and there are different points in their lives. Pete is closer to my age than, you know, and John is closer to, to certainly yours and and christine's age and yeah. so, so you know got so one is saying one is saying i've made good money and i'm settled and i like the way we have it now the other says you know i'm still young i i can at risk i can rocket. take you know yeah. i can i can try and see what we can expand to and they, well, i'm they glad still you cleared are, that up ted because i always thought of some insider trading with lsv hooking stuff <laughs> I think I think it's a mistake to have someone who's a part owner of an individual business that sells a product mm-hmm. also representing the product itself. Cool. I mean, that's that's, 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 that's double a, dipping for me. I mean, seriously, that's double dipping. Mickey Mantle did not work for Tops. Nope. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, if Mickey Mantle owned, now maybe he owns shares in Tops that I don't know about. But he wasn't out there saying you should buy Topps Top's baseball card, cards yeah. instead of Fleer, mm-hmm. right? And LSV is kind of you should. I, I'm a, I write Channel for Channel Fireball. Fireball. I've you know, but Wizzy, I don't I don't mention Channel Fireball when I'm on Wizards things, uh-huh. which is fine. But he usually wears a shirt. Did or you notice though on the the Rochester Drafts Silver Showcase, whatever yeah. it was, that. They never mentioned the word Hearthstone. Yeah, even though six of the players were Hearthstone they players. They're they're internet streamers. They're game <laughs> they're game content creators online. Wow. They well, never they never mentioned any other other thing. Yeah, you can't you can't give any. Well you don't want to that's what you're yeah, to your competition. Yeah. Yeah. I like well, I like Hershey's that? bars, yeah. but I work for Nestle, right? You, they, they don't like that. Some other chocolate company uh-huh. coming up in here, man, but you know what, they're all right. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I liked it better when, you know, Cascade Games was in the mid Midwest. You know, yeah. they, they, they they took care of stuff there. Legion Sports. Yep. I miss Steve Port stuff. Um I'd be 
they, you know, they aren't doing that magic cruise anymore. That sucks. And I feel like I missed out on that, that I really, the, the couple of years, that's your stuff, I think, um, the couple of years that they had it, that I would have, I would have really liked to have gone on it. I didn't have the money to then just spend on going on a seven-day cruise to play Magic. Um, <laughs> but I wish like, I sounds like a lot of fun. It was yeah. fun. Oh, you know, I, Killer yeah. was going on it. You can play with pros. You can talk to them. They had uh, um, workshops that you can yep. um, sit down and learn and, and yeah. practice. Really? Yeah, you, I mean, you got you got a bunch of draft sets with your you know with your cruise things so that you could draft with eight people you know whenever you felt like it yeah it was cool yeah. yeah it was it was it seemed like it was a really great idea the other thing that i did not take advantage of and i kind of wish i had for jake um the jss n- well no he was really too young for yeah. the jss um but there was one year that believe it or not patrick chapin was oh, my boy pc was selling a week-long magic camp. Oh. And you went, you moved, you went to Michigan where he was living. You stayed in his parents' house. And it was for like two or three people uh, for a week. All your meals were paid. The only thing you had to do was fly there and back. Um, How much was it? It was like $600. Damn, that's cheap. For a week with PC? To and and all of the RIW people you went to RIW hobbies and played there nice you, i mean and you know jake, I, I jake was jake was a little too young chapin was just kind of back after the ecstasy <laughs> business so so it yeah. was it was dubious yeah but at the same time you know it's if right if your kids likes playing baseball and he plays little league baseball, and you have the opportunity for him to, you know, to Famer. spend to spend a week spend a week at, at Matt, Yankee at, Camp. Oh yeah, at at Matt Kemp's house, go to the Dodger games every day and play catch with the Dodgers. You know, get tips and batting practice and all that for the equivalent of you know a week's salary. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. he's on. You're on the way, buddy. But but. He was a little young. Yeah, he was Camp, flying to Michigan. Matt Camp didn't. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I didn't hit Joe. It, well, yeah, <laughs> not for the same thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I um, not yeah, yeah. You, you had one more question because yeah, I, one more. I, I yeah, no, you're you're right. Yeah, I need yep. to go. Um, so we got at fifteen. We got you for fifteen minutes. Yeah, I'm you wanted you to, to talk about buy a box, buy a box promos. promos. We talked about it in the last episode, but now Did we got you. you. Okay. So, so I wanted to get you. What do you think of Nexus Effect? Okay. Better yet, let's rephrase that. What do you think of the last two BioBox promos? Since we've had right. BioBox promos since you know Birds of Paradise. But. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start with I like the idea of BioBox promos. Okay, I think anything that a local game store can do to promote sales of the product in bulk rather than one pack at a time, mm-hmm. that they can maybe pre-order i'm gonna buy three boxes because i like i i think that's you know that's a good amount and i'm gonna get three buy a box promos with it and if i pre-order it i get it a little bit cheaper than if i wait then i think that's a good idea okay i think it was a good idea to put cards that were in that current set that were of value as the buy a box promos yeah restoration angel yeah, Supre- God, Supreme Verdict. Mm-hmm. 
even the Day of Judgment, even uh, the Silver Blade Paladin, Paladin. or whatever. Yep. No, he wasn't as great a card, okay. but he was legit card. Well, Goblin. Bubby brought up the thing. Um, Goblin Rabble Master. Birds of Paradise was, I think, the tenth edition or eighth edition. Uh, yeah. Do you remember, what was the first one, Ted? Was I, that the I first? I couldn't tell you. Oh, okay. I couldn't tell you, but. You know, We've slept since then. Goblin yeah. Rabble Master. Yep. Right? I mean, those are legitimate cards that you would want to play with, that you were happy if you got in the packs with the stuff you got. You could trade them to other people who, if you weren't playing goblins, they wanted the goblin, or they yeah, wanted yeah. the Restoration Angel. They wanted oh. a Supreme Verdict. And then they did the last, then they did Search for Escanta. And. <laughs> and yeah, and Biffo's got, Biffo one, got one. I have one. Yeah. Um and and that's it's really good. It's a great card. But I don't think you want it to be the card that has the highest price in the set just in general. Okay. I think I think you want to find a playable card that you you know, if they had done Champion of Wits, if they had done um name Hostage Taker, if they had done Approach of the Second Son. If they had done uh, Nebraska, it's condemned. Yeah, no, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that. I think I think you want you want a you, you want a, a card that's flashy enough, right? That you know that it, it'll it'll be played no matter what kind of deck. Just you're like looking the for. Chandra's Phoenix promos, remember? Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Glorybringer. Yeah. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Why not? It was in every red deck. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. And and it'll reduce the price enough that it's not killing the set, okay. but everybody's excited. About, I got a glory bringer. Oh, are you playing red? No, but I have a glory bringer for trade. Oh yeah, I, I'll you know. Then you got this last two sets, and you get this oddball minotaur that costs six. And if we know anything about magic now, a six drop should be. Game really, yeah. really good, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have a five-drop Scarab God, yep. or I have a six-drop whatever Sun Speaker or whatever the guy <laughs> yep. is, right? Yep. Um, no, I, I think I'll go with the, Will you trade your Scarab God for my Sun? No, well, thank you. No. Nope. $15 for a $25 card? No. Yeah. Not even. So I think that was a mistake. <laughs> then we come to the newest one. And Nexus of Fate. <laughs> yeah, this thing okay, so there's a difference between the Minotaur and this, though. It, yeah. But it's let, let's it's start, one more. It's let, one more. It's let, seven. Let's start with the fact that up until now, Wizards has changed the Time Walk cards to be exiled when you take the extra turn. They don't shuffle back in your deck. They don't even go in your graveyard anymore. Because you don't mm -hmm. want a Snapcaster a Time Warp back, right? We don't want you doing that. We know oh, it's yeah. not fun for people. We know it. So walk the eons, whatever the one that you don't get to untap. Yeah. I mean, they all exile themselves. Yep. Right? They, they, and then they bring one that's now not only does it not exile itself and shuffles back into your library, but it's an instant. Yeah. It's not even a sorcery anymore. It's an instant. <laughs> yep, it's an instant. And coupled with arguably the two best planeswalkers ever to be playing at the same time in Jace, the Mind Sculptor, and Teferi, mm -hmm. 
in those same colors, you've now added a, I'm going to take some extra turns. Mm -hmm. I'm going to control what cards I get or what cards you get with Jace. I'm going to draw an extra card and untap extra lands. So if you're going to do something, maybe I counter it. Maybe I, you know, maybe I Nexus of Fate. (laughs) Yep. Maybe I draw some cards. I Glimmer of Genius because you didn't do anything. And I'm not ready to Nexus of Fate yet. And then you make it so that it's only available to those people who bought boxes. Yep. It's not even in the regular set. Well, you're asking you're asking for the Yu-Gi-Oh concept, right? The Exodia. You know, yeah, the man. only way you could get the card was. The, oh, he doesn't know about this. Okay, so the you know the Exodia blue eyes white dragons, wh- yeah. dragon or whatever. So Yu-Gi-Oh came out with a specialty thing. You if you paid thirty dollars, you would get a piece of Exodia. Over yeah, it's like a five pieces or whatever. Right yeah, there. yeah, but it's the original Japanese artwork. It's not been released in the states, so you're looking at those cards. People were just buying anything they could, thirty dollars to get a piece. Mm-hmm. But at least our local LGS was selling the cards. Versus a lot of places are hoarding the crap out yeah, of Nexus yeah. of Fate. I bought a case. You know how many I got? Donut. <laughs> Why? Because I bought it down south. Well, that's, what I was okay. that's, that's his situation. Like, if we went to our LGS, I could just buy them, right? I mean, I could, I'll get one with the box. I don't know if you still would or not. Well, the thing is, is I think that I've done it before where I've bought it at my local LGS, and they only gave me one promo for buying a case. Okay. Okay, so my question, is, is, does it matter? Is it because of the power level, or is it just because it's not in the set? I think it's I think it's both. It is a part of the set. It is numbered for the set. Well, you know what I meant. But it's not available in the boxes. Uh, yeah, you buy. Gonna, gonna, that's the problem. Yeah, well, there's also, believe it or not, um, some of the precon decks. There are certain cards in there that are also part of the set. Right. Yes, I know. Yeah, but, but none of them, like, but none none of them are nexus of fate powered. They're yeah, Shivan like Dragon yeah. and Sengir Vampire, yeah, or like a that. Planeswalker Tutor. Or okay, stupid, so. Yeah. So I think it's both. I think it's it's an overpowered card, and I think it's overpowered because they looked at the last one they did that was underpowered and went, well, we, this wasn't a success. We need to do something different. And different should be, to me, alternate art, yeah. foiled, and it's not available as a foil in the regular set, or it's available as a foil but only you know one per case so that the foil ones are really the buy a box promos or it says buy a box promo on it and you made all the others like normal yeah yeah or right the same way the search for Ascanta is different on the back of the right um i think they're gonna have to do something whether that means they they're gonna have to start giving it away as a friday night magic promo that's gonna fucking tank it for sure I don't know, man. It's Who's, all right. Who who loses out if they give it away as a Friday Night Magic promo? The, who, the, who the only people who lose out are the people that paid the sixty or seventy dollars trying to take advantage of everyone else right now, right? True. The people who got it as a buy a box promo, it was free. They bought a box. Yeah, but it would, yeah, no, no, you're right. And they didn't get four of them unless no, they bought four boxes. No, you're right. But if there was any little incentive to doing it, the next time they're not going to do it, right? Like, well, but like, Goblin like, Rabble Masters were in the set. Restoration Angels were in the set. Yeah, so I'm saying, do they go back to that? Different artwork. Different artwork. Uh, Day of Judgment had different artwork for the box set too. See, that's cool. That's what they should do. But Supreme Verdict had yep. different artwork. So, what do you, if you have a prediction for the next buy a box promo? 
I'm oh, hoping it's I think Bob. they got to fix. I think they got to fix Nexus of Fate before they do another buy a box promo. Well, we have we, we have the, the banding coming up on the twentieth. Uh, they won't take it, that. Now imagine imagine that. I went and bought a box at my local store, and I get a cool promo that everybody says is worth a lot of money, mm-hmm. and then they ban it. Now they won't even let me play it. Well, next time I'm just going to buy packs as I can. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. The same reason if they would do that and then went to Friday Night Promos. When that, when that guy gets this, this is just as discreet. Well, that's they, different than banning it because now well, you maybe true, you get a fourth. Now maybe you get three more and you can play that deck. If they ban it, you can't even play it when you have it already. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, but it, it'll still kind of I, – I know what you're saying. But, like, it'll still kind of tarnish it a little bit. Like, the guy that's really into, like, collecting. Like, well, if like, he's co- into collecting, it should have had different artwork. No, nah, that's true. Then, yeah. he's got, then he's got the cool buy a box promo one, and he's got three regular ones. Yep. Right? Yeah, but, yeah, no, you're right, too. But, like I or said. Or maybe, maybe he wants the Friday Night Magic one that's different than the buy a box promo one, and that's different than the regular one. But they can't just let, a, to, in my mind, a card that's. So limited availability that it's seventy or eighty dollars, and only a few people have them, or the stores are hoarding them and now yep. going to charge you a hundred dollars. You want Nexus of Fate? Absolutely. We got four. That'll be four hundred dollars. And <laughs> yeah. then you go and and win your Friday Night Magic because you spent four hundred dollars. We're right back to, right back to the money situation. Yeah. It all. Yeah. You're right. Do you, Do you up. want people playing? <clears throat> do you want people playing, or do you want people spending money? And I think if you're a game store... It's Hasbro. I think if you're a game store, you want both. True, yeah. Right? The more people that come in and play, the more likely they are to buy more packs, buy sodas, do, do, you know, whatever, right? If you make it so that it's too pricey, the guys who are still going to buy stuff are going to shop down south or online. They're not buying the... the case from the game store anymore because the game store can't compete with large distributors or internet retailers yeah you're right and then they lose out too yeah and it seems like that's what's happening right we're losing I them think, all the time i think we should have buy a box promos i think we should have the player rewards like they used to when that's they used right. to send yep. you the cards <laughs> i played in five friday night magics cool. and i got yeah, the, I yeah, and I got yeah mission yeah. worth your wild after you know i played in I did five months of Friday Night Magic. I get sent a foil textless oh. promo. Yeah, we know it doesn't cost a lot to make them. Nope. <laughs> right? We can hold up, you know, thousands of dollars of proxies that if Wizards is making them, cost even less because mm-hmm. they've already got the companies designed to do this. And they can make you however many cool terminates, right? Yeah. Just for playing intent. Now, it's a logistical nightmare. How do I se- do? I send them to you. Do I send them to the local game store and they give them out to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you? But no, it was nice. But the player rewards, you did your tournaments because everyone played everything. If there was five different tournaments that week, I played in every single one of them. Yeah. No, Ted's right. I'm gonna ask him one last question. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so. Yeah, it's a logistical nightmare. The only reason Hasbro would even do it, or Wizards, whatever, however you want to come in, is to like really keep this player base you uh-huh. know, kind of happy. Absolutely. But that, that, I mean, do you see them actually ever doing that? It's all about money now. Right. Well, they brought, back, not they about brought like, back F&M cards. They had to. Remember, we had... 
tokens. Yeah, I know for a little bit. I, I knew I wasn't gonna last. Like Every- corset, we weren't gonna have corset. But that's no how more. The, that's how everyone bitches about something until it's gone. Everyone wasn't all happy about their promos, being like, "Oh man, that that promo." A lot of these shit. new players don't even know what the hell a player reward yes. is. But either way, I wanted to ask Ted what he thinks Hasbro does. Like, it's all about it's all about the bottom line. Yes, it's it's a it's now it's a business. It's it's a big corporation that Wizards to start with was like a little family. It was like the community that we used to have. Hell yeah. You know, they knew each other. They started a game company together. They played together. That ended when it was bought by Hasbro and became a division of a corporation. Right? Yeah. Now that division has to show profits. Correct. It has to show There's gotta increase be growth in sales every quarter. To, yeah. Um, and, and the things that aren't working, people are fired. Right? It used to be this was our this was our game company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's you know, Morales, we've shown the Magic Online numbers are down. What are you doing about it? And well they're down three months in a row. I'm sorry, we're gonna we're move you to it. something else, right? you we need we need new blood clearly. And so I don't think we're gonna see that kind of thing again. I think the the other trouble is and, and you kind of hit it on the head. Magic players are entitled. Mm-hmm. I want more. I want textless damnations. Oh, God, I those want, are so sexy. Though. I want foil wasteland promos. Mm, those are sexy too. Right? You're getting bobbed all hot. I got a card. I played Friday night. I went three and one. Wee. Right? Big... Three and one at my local game store in the modern, which had 25 people or something, right? I got a new promo foil Elvish Rejuvenator. Uh Yep. (laughs) And I'm ashamed to say that you just made me feel horrible about the way I felt about it. Because I got it and I was disappointed that I didn't get one of the better ones you know, cast down cast something down, that's yeah. actually playable. Okay, but, but I didn't. Nope. I did nothing. I, I remember got it free here. This is a cool promo card. Just for you already got your prizes for going three and one. You got twelve dollars store credit for your five dollar entry fee, and you're gonna think I don't really want this. This is crap. Yep. Well, that's that's pretty damn lame. Yep. Yeah, when you put it that way, huh? You know, if even if it's only fifty cents, if they had handed me two quarters, I wouldn't have gone. Shit, two quarters? No thanks. Soda. All right. No, no, he's right. No, he's okay. Right. I want to ask you so one I, thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's and and I'm I, I would hope way better about that stuff than some people who who you see tearing them up and you know taping them to the sides of their boxes. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, no, I know what you're saying. But it, it all kind of comes back to the big picture. We we bitch. I, my my wife bitches about that the DVR don't record something right. But when if you look in the big general picture, a lot of people have it a lot worse than that. No kidding. That's what I'm saying. So like I I, I get that part, but. You're right. I, I, well, since I've come back, I, I told Bob this, and I've mentioned it on previous podcasts. It feels like, what's my value? What's my value out of that? What's <laughs> hey, yeah, my yeah, value? Yeah. What's your value? What's, uh, uh-huh. what's the value in this? Everything's about value. It's not about fucking let's play some games. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. It, well, I looked at it, and I didn't try to figure out how I was going to make that Elvish Rejuvenator work in a deck, <laughs> yeah. which I would have. Mm-hmm. I would have said, well, I don't know. This Is this any better than that one? And maybe I could use it in this instead of this because at least it'll do that. 
you know, now I did, I hardly even Tiff looked I at it and went, yeah, it's, I'll throw it on the table and, you know, I'll put it away later. All right, Ted, I got a question. And this is going to be the last one. Then okay. we're going to say our goodbyes. Yeah, gotta... um, is Magic going to last another 25? I guess the real question is, Ted going to last another 25? <laughs> then I'll be 87. If Magic is still around and I'm still around... Uh, I'd like to think we're probably both doing pretty well. I'll wheelchair your ass in. I'm gonna get one like uh, like uh, oh, uh, Professor X. What was his name? <laughs> he was good. Ulysses. Ho- oh, no, oh yeah. Ulysses. Oh, the wheelchair, one, uh, the wheelchair ninja. Yeah, I'm gonna get one like Ulysses the with the, the little push button knob thing, and I can cruise up. To yep. the, I'm gonna go. Jesse Twenty-five up. years from now, you'll be on a jetpack. All right, guys. Um. I, I, yes, I think it'll be around in 25 years. In I don't know form. what it'll look like. Yeah, <laughs> it will be digital. All right, guys, we uh, gotta give a shout out to Jeremy J. He is our newest Patreon. Hey, what's oh, up, Jeremy? Cool. Hey, thanks for giving us money. And also, Little Piggy Slasher wants to ask, when's Biffocon? <laughs> what? We need Biffocon to happen. <laughs> we're ta- it was on our last episode. <laughs> we were talking about some stuff that went down at Gen Con. Okay. The Hamley thing. Oh, with the punching. <laughs> yeah, the punching yep. thing. And it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, so we were just talking about like if uh, Gen Con should be re- responsible. So I was like, nah, that wasn't on, his, that wasn't on their property. It was you know? a bar. Yeah, if, uh, if Biffocon was going down and it was at some other bar, I would have been like, yeah, hey, that's the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Biffocon coming out to you hot 2020 probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We have uh, we have Patreon. We have two tiers: one and five dollars. Um, yeah, if thanks you for Patreoning, man. Yeah, we uh, we'll glad you uh, add you to DGen Chat. If you have any questions for Uncle Ted, man, just send them to yeah, us. We'll uh, gladly retail or uh, relay them to him because uh, he doesn't want to have any of you stalk him personally. Yeah, but I, I but I, I will say again, this has been really fun. <laughs> I really enjoy it. Uh, you know, you, you guys put some stuff together. We'll, another month or so, we'll have yep. some more questions. I'm sure we'll figure out some yeah, there's some more, stuff. Some weird, no, weird, weird stuff going you're on. You're like a, you're like this big, you know, just ball of knowledge, and it's just cool. And because, like I said, the other thing too is you're not some lame dork. Not like you're, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? some like robot or nothing. Well, we like having you on. I like having you on. So yeah. anytime we can get you, it's good. It's you know, it's fun to be here. It's fun to talk about stuff. We don't get enough chance on Friday nights to, to shoot, do this, to, to shoot to, magic, to yeah. sit long enough to do this. And uh, I'm sorry, I, I can't stay late tonight. I'd love hey, to do fine. another. I'd love to do another hour. No, thanks and, for uh, giving <laughs> us the time you gave <laughs> yeah. us, man. And, it's, it's so we're gonna wrap it up, guys. Um, go check us out on our social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, we're on iTunes. I haven't been on that one. Twitter? Oh, wait. A- yes, I have. <laughs> I do remember that three times now. Four times. Mm-hmm. I have four kids. I've been on yeah, Twitter four times. times. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This is uh, Earl Gray. This is Biffo. We'd like to thank uh, Uncle Ted. Uncle Ted. For he showing up, back. man. He so, graced us with his presence. Yeah. So we'll, uh, we'll gladly see you in the next one. Right. Yeah, cool. Thank you. Cash, I'ma have to charge. Spend my rent money on some magic cards. I'm running out of cash, but I'm living large. Spend my food money on some magic.